Hi, I'm Mark, and thank you for joining me on Words of Truth today. I want to talk today about a little more of a serious topic that is of great concern to me. I want to talk about what's happening to religion today. Now, I live in Canada, and I have Canadian citizenship, and so I've adopted Canada as my country, but I was born in the United States, and I'm also a U.S. citizen. And so I guess my patriotism is divided in one sense. I do love the country I live in and its people, but I'm also deeply concerned for what is happening in the United States these days because it seems to me that what happens in the United States is often reflective on what eventually happens in Canada. Now, don't challenge me on that. I don't have the science or the psychology behind it. And I'm not sure how I could even defend my position on that, but it seems to me to be true. And so I want to talk today about what's happening in the United States that is of dire concern to me as a person and as a Christian, because I also see it being reflected here in Canada. It was in 1892 when the Supreme Court of the United States made the decision that, quote, the United States is a Christian nation. Imagine. President Harry Truman once said, we must never forget that this country was founded by men and women who came to these shores to worship God as they pleased. Catholics, Jews, and Protestants all came here for this purpose. They did not come here to do as they pleased, but to worship God as they pleased. And that is an important distinction. That's an amazing statement. You see, historically, worshiping God has has not been a partisan issue in the United States. Mark Hall of the Heritage Foundation wrote, quote, My contention is merely that Orthodox Christianity had a very significant influence on America's founders and that this influence is often overlooked by students of the American founding. Now, what we're seeing today is an agenda from the left who are in the process of assaulting and attempting to unravel this Christian foundation. First of all, they want to redefine what it means to be a Christian. And in doing so, they seek to silence Christian voices in the arena of public discussion. And thirdly, they want to elevate the ideas of non-Christians in order to change traditional thinking. And I know it's hard to believe or even to accept, and somebody might even challenge me on that, but let me give you some illustrations of how that is happening. First of all, in redefining what it means to be a Christian, the left wants to divide the church about what's right and wrong. For example, many church denominations have now split over the issues of same-sex marriage. There's also a push among a loud faction of liberals who say they're, quote, ex-evangelicals and who resist the church's stance on LGBTQ issues and abortion, but who want to retain and redefine what it means to be a Christian. And they're doing that by shifting an emphasis from a changed life 
to doing what they define as societal good. I'm sure you're seeing that. But as the left redefines what Christianity is, it also wants to shame and silence those of us who are Christians. You might remember as far back as 2019 or so that Drew Brees was the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. And he faced a barrage of criticism after he appeared in a video promoting an event organized by an evangelical Christian group known for its anti-LGBTQ stance. And then Brees partnered with Focus on the Family to promote a Bring Your Bible to School Day. And he encouraged students to share God's love with their friends. The barrage against Brees was more like a hate storm. And though Brees simply encouraged students to bring their Bible to school with no other social agenda, the left doesn't have any tolerance for such activity, and therefore anyone who promotes those kinds of things or who partner with Focus on the Family must be shamed and silenced. Now, Focus on the Family commented in defense of Brees that the left views any disagreement as hate, to which an atheist website responded by saying, quote, Daly, who is focused on the family president, treats his critics as people unable to handle a different opinion. That's, that's a complete lie. That's a Christian lie. A difference of opinion might accurately describe which baseball team will win the World Series or whether a movie is really as good as people say. Whether or not LGBTQ people deserve civil rights is not about a difference of opinions. Rejecting their humanity isn't showing respect, unquote. Now, it's really hard to see how opposing an attempted redefinition of marriage is denying anyone's humanity, because it isn't. But you see, that's not the issue. The issue on the, from the left is about shaming and silencing those who think differently from them. And so the left's agenda is simply to minimize Christianity's voice in the public arena. And so they take to court a coach who kneels and prays on the field after a football game. And they abase Christian, Christian athletes who give glory to God by kneeling and praying to God. Tim Tebow comes to mind. In fact, on August 24, 2019, you're going to be astounded by this. You probably have never heard this in the news. That the Democratic National Committee passed a resolution that celebrates the role of non-Christians in the Democratic Party while attacking those who adhere to what the Bible teaches. This is the group that overwhelmingly agrees with same-sex marriage, open borders, and abortion on demand, and they seem proud that their plan for America cannot be connected with traditional Christianity. This resolution they passed also asserts that non-Christians have been subject to bias and exclusion in American society, especially in policymaking. 
And in doing so, this is an attempt to unwind the Judeo-Christian heritage on which the nation was built. You see, they believe that America has too much God, too much Christianity, too much faith in her history. And that's why you see so much emphasis today on worldviews that do not put God at the center. Seems they've forgotten that a nation founded on God is the reason it has flourished and why so many around the world are seeking to live there. Seems they've forgotten the hospitals and orphanages and social programs that have been founded by Christians in America and around the world because Christians genuinely care for the needy and the poor and the sick. And yet, the remaking of Christianity seems to be a part of the left's plan to remake America. Well, that kind of sheds light on the policies of today and many of the decisions of our politicians these days, doesn't it? And in my estimation, the same thing is happening in Canada today, where I live. As Christians, we need to have our eyes open to what's happening. And we need to stand bold on the, on the truths and promises of God, no matter what the consequences are, remembering that the Bible promises persecution for those who do so. And yet, blessed are those who are persecuted for Christ's namesake. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.